Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Now, wrestlers tend not to be the most subtle of creatures, bless them. By trade, they are theatrical performers who are meant to project their star power and the stories they tell to the back row of a major arena. And since wrestling is a performance art, it relies heavily upon audience interaction. So therefore, they have to be the opposite of subtle in most cases to get something over. But that doesn't mean that there haven't been secret messages that wrestlers have sent to each other, their loved ones, or even their enemies from time to time. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is What Culture and these are 10 secret messages wrestlers sent. Number 10. Triple H has a moment of madness on Twitter. Now, the relationship between Triple H and Vince McMahon became fascinating post-NXT. Prior to that, it felt like they shared the same mind. Triple H did more to put over the hulking Batista than anybody else. He was bang up for burying Daniel Bryan in 2013, and he and Vince shared the same puerile sense of humor. And then Triple H committed the cardinal sin. In a bid to get over by osmosis, he started promoting shorter pro wrestlers and actually pleasing the marks. Vince appeared to be more disgusted with his air by the month as the 2010s faded. Half-hearted debuts on the Raw after WrestleMania evolved into Vince carelessly plugging in a total of 10 wrestlers from NXT across January and February 2019. It was clear that Vince had lost complete faith in the process. He didn't want stars. He didn't think Triple H was capable of building stars. He just wanted bodies under the pretense of refreshing a product so rotten that he had to apologize for how sh** it was in December of 2018. Triple H must have been frustrated, we all thought. And you know what? He was. In May 2019, he was caught on Twitter liking posts critical of McMahon in a telling, passive-aggressive secret hint towards his frustration. At this stage of his corporate career, he had been sent a grapefruit basket and he was spitting out the bloody seeds. Number 9. Various wrestlers say the quiet part loud about the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream was, and you'll understand that care must be taken when phrasing this entry, accused of deeply unsavory sexual advances towards minors in 2020. 20. WWE conducted some sort of internal investigation or other, and it can be inferred from the fact that he continued to appear on television that WWE, at least, found no wrongdoing. We looked into what was there, Triple H told Brent Brookhouse of CBS Sports, and we didn't find anything. Certain hints cropped up that this view wasn't exactly shared by Patrick Clark's peers. At NXT TakeOver Triple X, after Clark was accused amidst the hashtag speaking out moment for indeed a second time, he worked the five-way ladder match for the North American title. At this phase of the COVID-19 pandemic, various wrestlers cosplayed as fans to emulate something approaching to a normal atmosphere. As such, they were performative, popping for entrances and expressing shock and awe in reaction to high spots. Not so with Clark. Everything he did was met with blanket, seemingly defiant silence. Meanwhile, Rhea Ripley liked a tweet imploring Dream to be fired, and when her partner Adam Cole was announced as working Clark on the December 23, 2020 NXT show, Britt Baker tweeted LOL with no 
context. Now, this might be nothing. It should be noted. Perhaps this is all just connecting dots that simply aren't there, but Clark certainly didn't appear to be popular in wrestling circles. Many talents seem to let their feelings be known in subtle, secretive ways. Number 8. Ryback is self-deprecating Now, let's face it, Ryback is a pretty weird guy. He was a weird guy even before he realized that nobody was ever going to hire him and fell off the deep end entirely, but he was also absolute pure banter. Now, very little of this was on purpose. He's not an intellectual. In one of the funniest pro wrestling stories ever, according to Cody Rhodes and Brian Danielson, Ryback thought that James Cameron named his movie Terminator 2 because there were two feuding Terminators in it. He was also banter in a deliberate way as well. Referring to himself as the big guy in the third person was funny in a way that is difficult to articulate, and he was prone to a bit of self-deprecation. In addition to admitting to CM Punk that he was dumb as f***, he also sent a sly message to creative with a message on his weight belt in 2016. When he had officially checked out, he printed the pre-show stopper willfully no-selling the mandated WWE speak of kickoff as a means of sending up his role as yet another demoted main event act that Vince had lost interest in. Number 7. MJF quickly deletes tweet. Now, if it's difficult to ascertain what's exactly going on with MJF, then that is surely the point. In collaboration with Tony Khan, probably pro wrestling's most compelling week-to-week storyteller, he's now cultivating a blurry mystery. He is legitimately pissed off with what he's earning, as he should be, which has informed the realism of the story. He's also so good and such a thoughtful storyteller that his nuance continues to pose questions. He wore a boo-hoo face at Double or Nothing, and it was so glorious in its subtlety that it still feels like he's on the way out, even if, ironically, him calling Tony Khan a f***ing mark on the next Dynamite was indicative of a repaired relationship. In another beautiful detail, MJF again, provided this is all 100% of work, used technology to advance the arc by tweeting, I'm running on fumes, a week or so removed from Double or Nothing. He deleted it almost immediately after, knowing that someone, somewhere, would screenshot it for posterity as a candid, secretive post that he thought better of sharing. In short, it's quite brilliant, really. Number 6. Stardust uses subtext When evolving his post-WWE character, Cody Rhodes was inspired by several industry luminaries. His father was a key influence, of course. He was a very measured and articulate man, drawing indirect inspiration from Nick Bockwinkel, albeit as a face. Cody played a besuited, elegant, timeless figure in contrast to the athletic hybrid superworkers that had almost become indistinguishable from one another. Deep into his AEW run, Cody, by sacrificing his body in an artful, forward-thinking way, operated in a similar way to Mick Foley. He was intent on putting his opponents over and accomplished it with his structural brilliance. He was also, incredibly enough, inspired by Stardust. On February 23, 2015, under the paint with a barely suppressed fury, Cody cut a dot-com digital exclusive promo away from the scripted confines of TV, bemoaning the state of the industry. It was barely in character. I want a steak, he ranted, but before I get it, I have to cut the fat. The slack is gold dust, but he's not alone. The slack is big show, is Kane, is Mark Henry. My only word is get the attitude out. More famously, when accepting the challenge of Dustin Rhodes again in 2019, Cody claimed that he was here to kill the Attitude Era. In 2015, he was letting people in on a secret. He was sick to the stomach of WWE recycling its past and was planning right here to change wrestling's future. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Number five, Kenny Omega's incredibly subtle burial of WWE. Now, AEW is less than subtle when aiming digs at WWE. CM Punk enthusiastically and viciously ripped the piss out of WWE, begging fans to attend WrestleMania with buy one, get one free offers. Several wrestlers have been glimpsed watching the action on Dynamite from physically impossible angles. The imaginary brass ring is often referred to when an ex-WWE performer reveals their intent to become the next best version of themselves in a promotion that will allow them to be it. And throughout 2021, Kenny Omega had some fun at WWE's expense as well, but it was so subtle that it scanned as a secretive in-joke of sorts. When cutting a promo building his program with Hangman Page, he reminded Tony of a conversation that they'd had earlier today. Shivani was nonplussed. They hadn't talked. This was Omega covertly burying Michael Cole's very unconvincing signature exposition dump. Omega's patter was so sly in 2021 that it escaped the usual toxic reception because many tribal fans just didn't pick up on it. Perhaps that was the real punchline. His price non-sports numbnuts insult didn't get a rise out of the usual dickheads. Number four, The Big Show is a big softie. Now, The Big Show isn't exactly famed for his loyalty. In fact, he's notorious for turning on a once-every-few-months basis. Whenever John Cena needed a stopgap opponent for a B-level pay-per-view, Show was there. Whenever Vince McMahon wanted an elephantine man to do comedy because it's just simply funnier that way, Show, cosplaying as Hulk Hogan, was there. Whenever a bloodied and pretty much murdered Kurt Angle turned heel and needed his babyface murderer to feud with, show was there. Whenever that uppity vegan Daniel Bryan needed a punch to the mush, show was there. Whenever Vince remembered that his fearsome monster could cry because he was a gifted actor by the standards of a wrestling giant, show was there to turn face. It was a bit like making The Undertaker wrestle in neon yellow, but still, show was definitely there. But show is actually fiercely loyal to his wife, and if you've ever spotted him squeezing his arm three times, that's show sending a coded I love you message to her. That's love as ironclad as the contract that he wouldn't shut the f*** up about in 2012. Number three, Alexa Bliss checks out. According to a report from the reputable Fightful Select last year, Alexa Bliss had vocally expressed her displeasure with the company following the bizarre aimless vignette shot heralding her return to Raw. She actually returned to the Elimination Chamber and missed out on a WrestleMania season. It was reported that she voiced her frustrations directly to Vince McMahon. If this was all hush-hush leaked stuff and not something meant for public consumption, Alexa Bliss said a lot without saying much on the May 23rd edition of Raw Talk on the WWE Network. Now what follows is pure 
pure speculation, but the interview conducted by Sarah Schreiber following Alexa's actual return to Raw was deeply, deeply awkward. Alexa was asked what it meant to pick up her third straight victory opposite former partner Nikki Ash. Yeah, she said, appearing apprehensive. Nikki is on her own path, she offered up, which was clearly a euphemistic code for she's trapped in a DOA gimmick. And when asked about her own path, in a blink and you'll miss it moment, Alexa looks to the ground. When asked about her momentum, Alexa's eyes darted as she says, insincerely, that she was really excited about where it takes her. This all might be a reach, but Alexa really does seem to be communicating that she hasn't got a f***ing clue what this new character is, what she'll actually be doing next. Number 2. The Undertaker and Pals are bonded by ink. Now, the Bone Street crew has to be the funniest gang name ever. It's even funnier if you try to picture the discussion in which the name was arrived at. We're tight like brothers. We're in a gang. We need to come up with a name, the Undertaker must have said at one point, and his brothers nodded along. Hell yeah, we do. It needs to sound tough, like Henry O'Godwin said. We ain't no Namby Bambi click types. I reckon you're right, Taker said. Hey, what about this? We kick ass, right? We break bones. Bones? What if we break so many bones that we could make a street full of them? And then Phineas Godwin said, what about the Bone Street Boys? And Taker just spat out his tobacco, disgusted, saying that it sounded like a boy band. But it's all less funny when you recall that bone was actually an informal word for dominoes, which Taker and pals played backstage. But the misspelling of crew is still priceless. And number one, there was a secret subliminal lyric in the Brood's theme. Now let's face it, the Brood were, on reflection, pretty cringeworthy. However, at the time, and as a lover of floofy shirts, I absolutely love them. Gangrel, Edge, Christian, just look at them rising out of there. I mean, yeah, sure, the spitting of the blood and all the other gimmicks with the vampire stuff, absolute bollocks, but I loved it. Yeah. And you have to admire Gangrel as well, who went the absolute distance and put shoot fangs in his mouth. And the level of commitment wasn't actually merely physical. In a bid to develop a cult following, which was the aim after all, Gangrel, in league with then-in-house composer the great Jim Johnston, apparently inserted subliminal backward lyrics into the stable's entrance theme. He said, if you have the right skills and technology to play it backwards, it says, I buried Paul, walk with me. Gangrel said that Johnston's love of the Beatles informed the 1980s-style moral panic tribute, and there also appears to be a Twin Peaks reference there, in addition to the Paul is Dead myth. And there we go, my friends. Those were 10 secret messages wrestlers sent. I hope that you enjoyed that, and please let me know what you thought about it down in the comments section below. As always, I've been Jules. You can go follow me over on Instagram, where it's RetroJ, but the O is a zero. I hope to see you over there, and you can check out all my Warhammer paintings that I've been doing. Yes, I'm a nerd. As always, I've been Jules. You have been awesome. Never forget that, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.